What's up, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts with the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We've got all our Locked On NHL hosts here to tell you everything you need to know from the night in hockey. Last night's biggest game saw two original six teams head to a shootout at Madison Square Garden. The biggest game. The Detroit Red Wings won the most exciting game of the night as Detroit fought back and forth with the Rangers before taking home a shootout win on the road. Locked on Red Wings was excited to be headed out of the game as winners of that thriller at MSG. Woo, what a game. What a game in Madison Square Garden. The Detroit Red Wings take home a 3-2 to two victory over the New York Rangers. An unbelievable game. Un- Thomas Grice continues his career-long resume and reputation of being dominant in MSG. The ice in this game was also brutal. It was horrid, puck bouncing all over the place. They were talking about it might have been a little bit warm in there. Whatever the reason, horrid ice, uh, but both teams got to play on it, as Larkin said in the post game afterwards. And regardless, the Wings still take home the victory. Uh, Dylan Larkin also scored in this game off a weirdly perfect pass from Danny to Kaiser off the, the boards behind the net. Uh, unbelievable. One of the most electric back and forth overtimes you'll ever see. The shootout, shootouts are dumb, by the way, but the shootout was electric back and forth, went into extra frames, and it's capped off by Pew Suter. He, he has officially never missed a shootout shot in his entire career. He's now one for one all time incredible game 3-2 victory for the wings brian and i are going to break it all down tomorrow on lockdown red wings the new york rangers won a long shootout earlier in the week and the hockey gods got even last night by handing new york a shootout loss to detroit lockdown rangers gives you more details out of the loss in madison square garden Hey, what is going on, hockey fans? It's John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers here to talk about the game that just concluded. The Rangers dropping a tough 3-2 shootout decision to the Detroit Red Wings and losing in the sixth round of the shootout after beating the Bruins in a nine-round shootout just two days ago. A couple of thoughts here. Uh, For starters, we've gotten so used to seeing Igor Shesterkin steal games for the Rangers this season. I suppose this is... uh, what it's like to see this from the other side, because I thought Thomas Grace was absolutely ridiculous in this game here tonight. I'm not sure the Red Wings win this game without him. Uh, That's not to say that the Rangers were perfect. I thought they were a little bit sloppy with the puck. Clearly not as sharp tonight as they were in the game against the Bruins, but you know, it is what it is. I thought Detroit uh, put together a really strong effort there. And one other point that I'd like to uh, make real quick here, and then of course we'll have our full episode dropping a little bit later tonight, The Rangers, in two games since the All-Star break, the two games that they've been back, they have led for exactly zero minutes and zero seconds, and yet they have three out of a possible four points. So I think you got to take that, and I think, again, it kind of just shows that this is a team that is at its best in crunch time. I realize it didn't go their way tonight, but be that as it may, you got to tip your cap a little bit to the opposition, and certainly Thomas Grice. And uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about this in the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Do not miss it. Our Lockdown Flyers host said last night's matchup with the Washington Capitals was exactly what you'd expect out of a rivalry game against the Capitals, but Philly still wasn't ready enough to take a win from Washington at home. Hi, this is Rachel Donner with your Lockdown Flyers. Quick reaction to the Flyers' 5-3 loss to the Washington Capitals. 
This game was a classic Metro Division matchup. Pretty intense physical back and forth battle for most of the game. The Flyers got some quality forechecking, I thought. Nice passes on the rush that led to goals for Travis Sanheim and Jerry Mayhew, who had his first multi-goal game. I really thought the Flyers looked much improved on the breakout. They were carrying the puck into the zone with purpose rather than dumping it in. I thought the Caps were slightly better at tying up play in the neutral zone, but the Flyers had clearly taken their play up a notch in the game. That is until the last three minutes where, as seems to be the way for this team, it all fell apart and Garnet Hathaway scored two in a row to take the 4-3 to three lead. The Caps sealed it with an empty netter. Flyers just have to be better at holding leads and sustaining their structure and their purpose for the full 60 minutes because this is now two games in a row where they played generally well and then let it all go to waste in the end. For more on this game and the Flyers all year round, subscribe to the Lockdown Flyers podcast. Martin St. Louis won his first game as the new leader of the Montreal Canadiens last night, thanks to some help from Cole Caulfield. Our Locked On Canadiens host tells you all the details and the first win for the young coach with his new squad. History in Montreal, finally. Martin St. Louis gets his first win. Hi, everyone. This is Laura Saba of Locked On Canadians with a Locked On Now after the Canadians have finally beaten a team in overtime. For the last few games, they have been playing far better than they have all season under Martin St. Louis. The coaching change has really done them good. They've been playing more confidently. They've had stretches in every game where they've been decent if not good or dominant but finally the canadians almost dominated all game with a dramatic dramatic game tying goal with nine seconds to go by cole caulfield who's just thriving under martin saint louis martin saint louis has lit a fire under cole caulfield's butt and it is working because he also scored the overtime winner in montreal right now suffice it to say that even with all these changes going on people are pleased with this new rookie coach that's a little bit outside of the box Thinking a little bit outside the box, he seems to be doing the players good, and the players themselves seem absolutely delighted. For more on this, check out Locked On Canadians with myself and Scott Matla, available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Coming up, the New York Islanders take advantage of a home game against the Bruins. This is Locked On Now NHL. Well, this is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution at all because you actually can enjoy eating the Built Bars. Have you ever tried the Puffs? Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy and they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. In fact, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And they come in so many different flavors. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. You can check them all out at Built.com. In fact, we have a special offer for you right now. If you go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order. Again, that's built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. 
Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm Daniela Bruce here with our Locked On NHL host to go over everything from the night in hockey. Our Locked On Islanders host called last night's game a must win and New York won it by exploding for three goals in the third period. Here's more on the huge win for New York. Let's go around the league. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders overcome a slow start and dominate the second and third periods to beat the Boston Bruins 4-1 to in what really was a must-win game. And the best part about this for the Islanders, they got back to playing Islanders hockey. They were back-checking. They were not turning the puck over as often, and they got solid goaltending. All of a sudden, it was like this team remembered the type of hockey they needed to play in order to win hockey games. And it really was one of those games where you had a full team effort, good goaltending by Ilya Sorokin, some nice play by Matthew Barzal, who who really had a big goal. And J.G. Pajot, back to doing J.G. Pajot things, playing a good two-way game. He had a goal. He killed penalties and really had a strong overall performance. Reasons for hope on the island For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Locked On Bruins said Boston played down to the competition of the loss. He tells you why he wasn't happy with what he saw out of the Bruins on Thursday. I mean, what can you really say after a game like that? The Boston Bruins seem to be in a good position to take two points from the New York Islanders on Thursday with Patrice Bergeron returning from injury but they went out and lost 4-1 to a team well behind them in the standings. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, here to express just great disappointment in in the Boston Bruins on this night. Uh, They went up 1-0 on the strength of a Taylor Hall goal and then allowed the Islanders to score four straight, including an empty netter, uh, allowing a prime chance to pick up two points to slip away and uh you know they're without brad marchand but still plenty of players in the lineup capable of helping them win on this night and they just didn't get it done they'll have to regroup in time for saturday's game against the ottawa senators uh brad marchand did have an appeal for his suspension uh yesterday still waiting that decision so he could be in the lineup but if not uh this current group needs uh, a bit of a kick in the butt to get going here after a very disappointing loss to the New York Islanders. Catch all the latest on the black and gold on the next episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The San Jose Sharks came back from a 2-0 deficit in the first to tie things up with the Vancouver Canucks at home and force overtime. But the Sharks just ran out of gas late, and our Locked On Sharks host is in with how San Jose came away with just one point. The Sharks unable to complete the comeback. I'm J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks, and the Sharks fall 5-4 to four in overtime to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, in a game where Bear Banoff scored with 0.6 seconds left on the clock, Timo Meyer had two power play goals, and the Sharks, who looked dead in the water after the first period, having four shots on goal, crawled back into this game, was able to take advantage on their special teams, but just couldn't finish and that's just been the story of the sharks where every time they feel like they're gonna get close and gonna turn the corner they just can't finish so we'll have a full reaction uh to the sharks 
if Timo's back and what to do with Alexander Barabanov on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Sharks, wherever you get your podcast. And of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. That's all for today's Locked On Now NHL. Thank you again for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure you make your second listens, Locked On NHL and your team's local Locked On podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Locked On Now.